Welcome to Cabot Coverage, the podcast where three sisters and a beloved family friend discuss the crime-solving adventures of mystery novelist Jessica Fletcher on Murder, She Wrote. I'm Susanna. I'm Megan. I'm Glynis. And I'm Ashley. And tonight we're discussing Who Threw the Barbitals in Mrs. Fletcher's Chowder, which is episode 12 from season four and originally aired on the 3rd of January, 1988. The writer for this episode is Robert Van Skoik. <laughs> I think I pronounced that correctly. And he is involved in 108 episodes of Murder, She Wrote um, as a story editor, writer, uh, all sorts of stuff. So this is a seasoned professional, although I think this might be one of the first ones he has written. It felt Manskoikian, if I'm honest. <laughs> does he only write Cabot Cove episodes? You know, no. So he's a writer of 21 episodes. I think they varied. And a lot of them were from the later season. So for those Murder, She Wrote aficionados, they might remember an episode called... It's like so there's a flap in Flappyville or something oh, like that God. with the puppets. <laughs> yeah, that's a New York one. Brian Cranston's in that one. Again? Oh, it's like something's a foul in Flappyville. <laughs> yeah, it's like they do, <laughs> they've done like a puppet show based around Jessica. Uh, so what's the point of this name in this episode? So who threw the barbitals in Mrs. Fletcher's chowder is um, an allusion to an Irish folk song called Who Threw the Overalls in Mrs. Murphy's Chowder, but um, which is from 1898 by George L. Classic. (laughs) Yeah, that's I'm sorry, what was his last name? Is it Geefer or Geeter? Oh, I thought you said Effer Keeter. (laughs) It's like... Wait, this guy has written episodes or whatever, been involved in episodes in every season but season 11. Ooh. Yeah. No, he's involved in a lot of them. He and another Robert, I think. Robert. Well, I was looking him up to see if I could like school you on how you pronounce his last name, but I don't have any other way. S-C-O-Y-K. You don't see a Van Skoik very often. <laughs> you get linear. So interestingly, tonight is our first episode picking using a random number generator or the randomizer. And weirdly, it's the episode that follows the last one we did. So that's kind of an odd And my first Cabot Cove episode. Yes. And Glynis's inaugural Cabot, Cabot Cove episode. We, we last week introduced her to Grady Fletcher and this week introduced her to Cabot Cove. <laughs> so this is a funny one. I think that's pretty safe to say. Um, And the premise is, I'll I'll try to do this as briefly as I can. Um, So Sheriff Amos Tupper, played by Tom Bosley, his sister arrives, Winnie Banner, played by Anne Mira. She's left her husband, Elmo Banner, who's played by Guy Stockwell, because she says that he's being weird and she's not happy anymore. But unfortunately, Amos Tupper is in the midst of trying to find a new deputy. So he can't look after her so he basically pawns her off on Jessica who's trying to write a book so she pawns her off onto Seth Hazlitt who's played by William Wyndham so in the end Elmo and his whole family arrive so his sister Flo played by Barbara Rhodes and her husband Kenny played by Jeffrey Lewis as well as Elmo's brother Harold played by Henry Gibson and they all insist that Winnie has to come back with them even though Elmo seems odd trailing them is a guy called ed bellamy played by donnelly rhodes 
and working for the sheriff are his deputy Grover, played by Dennis Bailey, and his new deputy, Marigold Feeney, played by Colleen Camp. Jessica tries to throw a dinner party to help everybody get along because there's a lot of fighting going on. And someone drugs the clam chowder that she's put together with barbitals, and Elmo ends up dying. The murder, as it turns out, is Kenny, his brother-in-law, because Elmo's serious alcohol and then drug addiction was ruining their quite lucrative drugstore business, and Kenny wanted to get rid of him. And in the end, oh, and it turns out that Ed Bellamy is actually a PI that Elmo had hired to see if uh, Winnie was cheating on him, and he, I guess, sort of liked her. So in the end, Winnie departs with Ed Bellamy. I guess they're going to get together. Elmo's dead, and nobody seems that sorry about it. And Kenny's going to jail, and everybody loves the new deputy, so who's very um, eager about the job. So yeah, so... I like this episode. I think it's really fun and very, very light. I mean, <laughs> like nobody dies until about 30 minutes in. This is sound of murder territory here. So we're now in Cabot Cove. Um, Glynis, what were your thoughts on Cabot Cove? I mean, okay, well, so it's not actually my first Cabot Cove episode. I mean, probably 15 years ago, I maybe <laughs> Cabot Cove episode. So I do kind of remember the like jokey aspect of it and not jokey, but you know, the familial aspect of like the doctor and uh, Amos and uh, Jessica and, and all that. So yeah, so it was, it was, uh, it was an episode. <laughs> it was an episode. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Praise indeed. Praise review. <laughs> I it sure, Glennis, you're right. It sure was an episode. Sure was. <laughs> um, no, I, I really enjoyed it. And I also um, I had a lot of thoughts, but the first one that really excited me was, um, what's his name in the episode? Henry Gibson uh, is a is the brother of a, uh, no, not Amos. Oh, Elmo. He's, yeah. Yeah, Harold. Harold, yeah. yeah. He um, was in one of my favorite Disney Channel original movies called Death of Irish, where he mm-hmm. plays a character titled Riley O'Reilly. Which <laughs> <laughs> feels wrong on so many levels, but was, um, yeah, so that was really exciting for me. And yeah, I, I don't, uh, I, there was a big uh window peep which i know we'll talk about at the end but that one lasted like definitely the longest out of any window peeps that we saw and i drew in really big letters in my notebook big window peep and i also love the fact kind of like when they mention the name of a movie in the movie the guy who'd done the window peeping mentioned it as a window peep yeah he says you you can't make a window peeping charge stick yeah that's like my life's motto now (laughs) (laughs) so i didn't realize that that guy had passed away he was also in the burbs underrated movie but have not seen it harold was henry gibson yeah he He did look so familiar i mean i'm sure he's in lots of stuff a little bit but yeah i had been um laughing and he was also in uh robert altman's nashville which is one of my favorite movies 
I've never seen a Robert Altman movie. I think I've seen one. <laughs> they're they're Short trippy, time. and you kind of just buckle yeah. up, and then you're there for three hours, not understanding how everyone's good. Yeah, they're long, and if I'm not watching like a Hobbit go on an adventure for three hours, it's not really. I get it. I get always- it. I think I should start with Dr. T and the women, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the number one. That yeah. Is that Robert? That's the only one I can remember. I think that's the last one he did before he died. <laughs> yeah, he did Gosford Park and then I think he did that. Oh, oh I've, I've seen, seen Gosford oh, Park. Seen, yeah, that's Lennis, no, you haven't. <laughs> no, I oh, right. he did um he did um <laughs> oh my god. cool. <laughs> Like, I love Oxford Park. <laughs> the one with Meryl Streep and Lindsay Lohan. Oh, uh, Georgia Rule. <laughs> they were in That's a movie Jane Fonda, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, that is Jane Fonda. Um, no, it was, uh, it was like the public radio thing with Garrison Keillor. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, right. Oh, anyway. God, what was that movie called? We're yeah uh oh that's annoying someone google it yeah (laughs) but glennis was talking about the actual episode where i just derailed sorry no no we got to gosford park like (laughs) my favorite part of the episode was the new cop that they hired mostly Yes. It started out with her in like a super tight mini skirt, and they played this like <laughs> sexy music. But then they tanned to the top, and like her collar was so tight to the neck. And then she ended up being like, I, I don't even know what that intro was meant to imply. Like, ooh, sexy lady. And then she really put the uh, the smack. Well, down. she's she's trying to kind of revert. I mean, so like, I guess there's meant to be a lot of like feminist or something undertones i don't know feminist undertones written by van skoy we don't know what his <laughs> thoughts were on these things but <laughs> but um yeah so she's quite she wants to be the deputy but she doesn't want to be you know she's not a female in the office she's just an officer that kind of thing and sound effects like whoever was the sound engineer on that was like no but I loved her. Everything she did was great. She was obviously the star of the show. But when he comes in and Amos asks the other deputy why he's writing the report, he says, because she won't. And she's just sat there cleaning her gun. (laughs) Oh, my God. I do like that. She was great. She, when I was looking her up, the only thing I recognized her from, I mean, I'm sure she's been in lots of stuff, was because I've seen it about a million times. She plays the arcade owner's wife in Wayne's World. The oh one that God. thinks one of Wayne's like sort of like headbangery friends yeah. is hot. Do you remember this? Yeah. When she comes to visit. So it's Mrs. Vanderhoff is her name in that movie. How did you, did you remember that or did you look it up? No, no. So when I go, when I IMDb'd her, it said her name. And as soon as I saw Vanderhoff, I was like, oh my God, yes. I remember this person from that movie. That is so funny. But everything else I didn't rec I, I didn't necessarily recognize her from. But I didn't like look at everything. But she yeah, she was great. Everything she did made me laugh. And her name was Marigold. Marigold Feeney. Amos was, you know, he was he wasn't I mean trying not to be sexist, you know. 
But that's what's so weird about it. It's like this whole episode where it's like, she's left her husband and blah, blah, blah. There's all these like things about like gender roles and like, even Seth says a couple of things where he's like, I didn't go to med school to be a housemaid or something because he's like cleaning up the dishes. And then Amos basically makes Jessica throw them a dinner party. And you're like, what's yeah. going on here? But then the Seth thing is funny because he's just, <laughs> everything he does, he's doing it because he doesn't really want to and someone's making him do it. <laughs> I actually think he comes off as a very good friend because he he notices that Jessica doesn't have time for this person and immediately kind of like, even though he thinks, obviously, everybody thinks Winnie's hot stuff, clearly. But <laughs> he immediately swoops in to help her. That's the part I didn't get because like he comes in real hot in the beginning and then they're at the bar together at the hotel, like giggling. He touches the lapels of her jacket upon meeting her. But then he like, he freaks out when she shows up and then he like, totally goes hard left and he like wants nothing to do with her <laughs> he's and a tease like, <laughs> are they drunk or high like they're just like oh I, yeah i mean i know that but the way that they were acting was so funny they were just like oh. see yeah. seth's uh, got his heart set on somebody else he's happy to do a little flirting with winnie but you know she's not for forever i I thought he had been, but has Seth ever been married? Yes. Okay. So he had a wife called Ruth who passed away. We don't know how long ago. He mentions her a couple of times. Like, uh, so he's a widower, but right. You know, he hasn't been pining after Jessica for like a hundred years because do you remember the episode where his, with his brother and his brother liked her and he and his brother haven't spoken in 30 years because oh, the they liked brother. the same woman. Yes. You can the edit one... this out, but this guy's very handsome, but ha has a lazy eye. Is that right? You mean, it, oh, this is no, the brother that's from the episode. <laughs> Sorry. I'm thinking of Sheriff Metzger's brother. Uh, like, oh, yeah. That's what you were thinking yeah. of. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. Though so you meet you meet Richard Hazlitt in where he's married to the much younger British woman. Do you remember this? And oh, then they no. make amends, and then he's, and I then he gets know. murdered. Does anybody remember this one? The brother no. okay. murdered. Yes, they just reconcile, and like that night, the brother gets murdered. Need to look up the, who the actor is, because yeah, I was thinking of Mort's brother, and I remember that guy very distinctly. Yeah, That's a good episode. Badass. He's cute. He is Wayne. Wayne Metzger. <laughs> yeah, you had to like let him go and he was at that crazy party doing drugs. I, I'm lost. What's happening? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, it doesn't I matter, Glennis. Here's the thing with this show I, that I think is it matters, by the way. You'll you'll find out eventually when we get there. But so it's good that I haven't been paying attention to the last like two minutes. <laughs> it's fine. What no, like that I think like is spoiler alert. <laughs> no, no, no. There's no spoilers. I here's the thing that makes me laugh about this show is for, so in this episode, this is why I like these ones. Nobody apart from Marigold and Grover are under the age of fifty. Mm -hmm. So every all the main characters are all fifty plus or you know whatever, and they're and something about the way they behave. It's like. 
Winnie's like a bit like a girly girl and blah blah blah. And like she's also like a fifty nine year old woman. <laughs> <Surely>. <laughs> like yes, with like little like curly cute hairs and like flirting a bit. And you're like, surely if you're just fifty nine and you're like, I think that guy's hot and I've left my husband, you'd just be like, listen, I'm gonna spend the night here, and they wouldn't be like the talk of this. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I like know. something about it. It's like mm-hmm. my reputation. Well, Seth is so afraid of gossip. Well, and I get it because he's a curmudgeon, but also like when she shows up to his house and I'm like, Seth was clearly disrobing because he had three buttons undone on his dress shirt (laughs) and he opened the door anyways. I'm like, you're practically naked, bro. (laughs) Put on a robe. (laughs) (laughs) He's acting like she's caught him in the middle of something. It's like, you are fully dressed. (laughs) Well, his suspenders suspenders on. Yeah. (laughs) naked (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i did love like how scared he was yeah but she's also still married like with this 88 like she's still married i'm assuming and like if he's like 60 i don't know i mean i don't think anyone you're right but and he was scared i think that the the husband was gonna come get him that husband was it was he was bad news well the thing that was weird is they i think this is so that they can murder him off without anybody caring too much but the husband basically was just like godzilla or something he was just like a monster that didn't speak and then was just barreling through and they were like oh he's got a drug addiction and you're like oh i didn't that's not how that read to me like he just he must have had two lines but he just kept sort of like yelling lunging at people like <laughs> lunged at like four people and you're like i don't care what happens to him he seems <laughs> and why does he get to be like shoving pills and bourbon in his face and then the other brother the brother-in-law obviously is also an alcoholic like isn't allowed to drink either i know but they're like weird. handing elmo his drinks when he's clearly like also taking pills also i want to say that i think Phenobarbital has been referenced in this show like a hundred times. <laughs> well, right. It's one of those things. It was like when they were, what was the medication they were bringing up the other day that we were like, this is so dated. But like, who, really? refers, <laughs> who refers to like sleeping pills as like the Barbitals? Like, they kept calling <laughs> You're like, I get it. They have like, like Calmatol. It's like such a straightforward yeah. name. It's like, this is what you're Calmatol. That was the other thing that made me laugh. It's like, have you ever heard such sexy talk come out of discussion of an ulcer? Oh, <laughs> she's like, it kicks up from time to time. He's like, ooh la la. Let's get drunk also, in the hotel bar. Like, like, are people really using barbiturates to treat an ulcer? <laughs> no, not oh, anymore. No. I hope not. Why didn't they question the sister? She was the only one besides Jessica unaffected by the barbital. She didn't eat this chowder. No, I know, but surely that seems pretty suspicious if you're the only one not eating the soup. Okay, Glennis, I hear you coming in a little hot on this because I think you feel burned (laughs) that she was your guest. Am I correct on that? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, a little bit but also like it, like I feel like they'll they go down so many like wrong less obvious avenues that like 
they knew she probably wasn't the murderer, but like, well, they made her so mean and kind of like, she's really rude. An obvious, you know, question. Like, I did like her reaction when they say that it's crab. Like, when she's like, what? They're like, what's this stuff in the shell? Like, oh, it's crab. She's like, ugh. (laughs) (laughs) The sister did me. Oh, no, it was baked clams. Baked clams. clams. And and I'm like, I would love all of that stuff. Also, how expensive is that? I guess they're in Maine, but I was just like, those lobsters that Jessica pulled out of that pot were huge. I was like, wow, that looks delicious. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought the siblings real. were really funny. This was all just like a comedy episode. <laughs> I mean, I that's thought this all it was. was. Like a great, like campy, like dark comedy episode. Yeah. And yeah. it kind of reminded me of like Clue or just something like just a cast of characters just like bopping around. And the one liners were amazing. Yeah, I thought there was so like Amos being like, "I'd rather toss a lit match in a gasoline tank <laughs> and like have Elmo stay with him or have his sister no, have stay him with wake him. him up." Oh, that, <laughs> that whole thing where the siblings are staying at his house, and he go, and then he's they're trying to explain why the other siblings are there. So Elmo needed help driving. So Flo's like. So Harold's like, so that's why I'm here because I had to drive. <laughs> this just says, and Harold's night blind, so I had to help him with the driving. <laughs> <It was just laughs> like, that did make me laugh. When the sister's accusing Winnie of basically poisoning him, and she's like, so we could come to this jerk water town. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know that was like such a burn, but it made me laugh so hard. Everything, even when they said Elmo had. Elmo like said one thing before he died and they're like, what did he say? <laughs> so it, goes, it was an obscenity. Yeah. <laughs> they're all like classic Elmo. <laughs> this is so funny. This is the kind of episode I like in any of my murder mystery shows where it's like the victim is like a bad guy and then the killer is not great either or like also a bad guy. So you're like, okay, Winnie's okay. Maybe has a romance with Donnelly Rhodes, biggest hunk, by the way. So cute. All right, let's let's go, biggest hunk. That was uh, uh, easily Donnelly, Donnelly Rhodes, right? <laughs> yes, he's Dangerous. so handsome. Wait, like, yes. Which one was that? The PI. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's super cute. Also, the deputy, the girl deputy, yeah, Grover. Yeah, Grover. He was oh, cute. Grover. Oh, Glennis. Oh, no, I, no, I, I don't normally judge people's tastes in Why men because I have. Because <laughs> no, I also know that mine isn't always great. Yeah, but. I'm making a face, and I don't. I think I should take that back because I also love Henry Gibson. I don't find him like a hunk, but I find him endearing. So. Yes, Ashley. When guess I what? take if, back my stink. Yeah. Thing. Well, okay, but to be fair, I only really saw. Wait, what is his name? Grover Murder. She wrote. I only really saw the side of his face <laughs> and his and his butt. Oh, he is. I, now I'm trying to look him up. He's, he's probably fine. I'm just like, very biased towards Donnelly Rhodes because he's on Danger Bay, which I loved. 
and he's in a Golden Girls, which I think is like sad. Where Blanche and him are dating, but then Blanche doesn't like him because he's too blue collar. But he's he like really likes her, and it's such a bummer of an episode. And I never. But I thought they try to get together in the end of the episode. At the end, I thought he's like it's not gonna like. Oh. But then she tries to ditch him for someone else. It's yeah, it's a tough one. You know, going back to what Ashley said, I um I don't know. I've said some controversial things about hunks on this show. I mean, I know I've said it. And in this episode, and I said the last episode was a hunk-free episode. And this one, I feel like we're swimming in hunks. We got it. Elmo. And I, I actually agree about Henry Gibson. And I love at the end, he's kind of a little bit of a hero because he really does try to help Jessica. He doesn't really understand what's going on, but he knows something's not right. I actually think he's kind of handsome. I mean, it's like, you know, it's also, I don't know. Guys, yeah. do yourself a favor and go on IMDb and look up Guy Stockwell. He's who played Elmo. He I know, he was a babe. Yeah. Babe. I, I bet if they had him not being like a crazy person on this episode, yeah. he would have been cute too. Wow. And actually, I feel like, I know I'm now I'm moving on to something else here, but I had down Donnelly Rhodes and Ann Mira's favorite guest stars. But the truth is, I think Seth was kind of the star of this episode. Mm-hmm. He made me laugh so much. Mm-hmm. When everything you say, when he freaks out about the girl showing up at his house, he doesn't know what to do, and he calls Mrs. Fletcher. And he says, <laughs> what did it say? Sorry, I did write it down. He says, um, if I fall victim to some irate husband, my blood will be on your hands. And then hangs up the phone. <laughs> and also the bit where, when he says, you don't think I did it, do you? And he goes, not really. <laughs> There's a lot of really fun physical comedy in this too. Like when Amos is getting up to get the, oh, first of all, I loved Amos's pajamas in that scene the oh screen. yeah oh yeah He's getting up to get the phone he like trips <laughs> like so much falling in this episode <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry really quick fun fact Guy Stockwell's younger brother is Dean Stockwell who was in Quantum Leap what I know I'm like my mind is blown I was okay I have two more fun facts about the actors but I was thinking of Dean Stockwell as we were watching this episode and I don't know why Quantum left into your brain. Quantum <laughs> left. <laughs> okay, Wait, I feel think- like someone's texted me a photo of a shirtless man. Oh, and I'm right. Thank you, Dennis. That was a me. photo of Elmo. Listen, guys, do yourself a favor and Google I it. I don't know what it he's in and he's being dragged out of shirtless, but... Uh, the hunk meter is high. So I like that he's either being buried in sand or unearthed from sand, but his hair is like perfectly clothed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so the two fun facts I had is Jeffrey Lewis, who plays Kenny, is Juliet Lewis's dad. <gasps> Shut up. Yeah. And <laughs> and Winnie, played by Ann Mira, is Ben Stiller's mom. But I think that was a known fact. I was just letting our listeners and, know as well. Can I just say, she is, I know they kind of like made her look quite specific in this episode. She's kind of, she behaves goofily because that's sort of her thing. She's very attractive. Yeah. Like, you kind of yeah. get why all these guys are like clamoring all over each other. <laughs> Even Seth gets drunk with her. It's like, I never thought I'd see it. No, never I thought I'd see that. it. <laughs> and I like that the PI was like, she seems like a nice lady. Like, he thinks she's cheating on him, but she just goes to the movies by herself. 
Can you imagine that upgrade from Elmo to Ed Bellamy? You'd be like, hello, I've earned this. <laughs> a mere yeah. 24 hours after his <laughs> yeah she got over it real quick yeah i mean i'd be like sure i'll share like a bus home with you friend oh yeah i mean that is so funny i'm so surprised because what i was gonna say about that guy is like i don't know if he's played the bad guy before on a murder show but he just like looks like a bad guy if that makes mm-hmm. sense like I couldn't really remember who had done it in this. I knew it wasn't Ann Mira, but I was like, oh, right. Like, the second I saw him. I know, he's such a specific... Did he ever play, like, a zombie in something? I, this, his face, something about it, it's like, yeah. it sparks such a memory, but I can't place it at all. Even though he looks like a bad guy, he's, like, not bad-looking. He just, like... No, and also like they make him behave right. very particularly as well. I mean, that's that's the thing. Also, like they were all like, well, they won't let him. His wife's crazy. She won't let him drink his ginger ale in peace. It's like, guys, you guys are all like pushing Like you know what's up, <laughs> well, right? I mean, they're behaving. And also, sorry, I misspoke before. The lady that played Flo is only forty-two, so she's a little bit younger than everybody else. But it's like, yeah, these are all grown adults i mean when she says she's left her husband they've probably been married for 30 years so it's not like she's left and it was like the honeymoon and now the honeymoon's over it's like they've been together a long time (laughs) she's like sorry a quick favorite line i had was when um ed bellamy is talking about elmo and he's like he's a geek he's a wacko you're like "What what are you talking about I feel like geek means something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the 80s. Yeah, I think about like drug addict. Is that right? Oh, okay. I don't know. I thought that was like something they said in the 60s. A geek. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you didn't, you're right. In a mod to a modern ear, it's like, oh, that's a little bit odd. <laughs> really into like Marvel comics or something. <laughs> I don't even like fall on this, but I cannot get over how handsome Guy Stockwell was. But yeah, I think this is one of the funnier, funner episodes. Definitely a lot of fun. I mean, it's funny that we go from doing with the view to this. It's like that's quite a <laughs> two-week period. Like, I like it. I'm sorry, but yeah, like call me when you can find a performance that tops Charlotte Ray's and do with the view. And it's like, wish granted, here's Anne Mira. <laughs> <laughs> favorite outfits should we do that one next i liked pretty much everything jessica was wearing i thought she looked like a million bucks i thought that red and purple fitted robe she had on i was like i want to own that immediately it was i mean it looked like she could wear it out as like a jacket first it was a dress i was like this looks so sweet and like i know some people had commented previously that she had worn an outfit that didn't flatter her figure but all of these made her figure look great susanna glennis said it (laughs) glennis said it i would never say that because i think she looks beautiful no matter what even those pleated khakis with the sports you really came for those pants if memory serves (laughs) i came for the trousers i never come from the woman um i like when she wears the sweater she like in the last scenes she had the red sweater and the blue checkered top but then the collars kind of popped 
And because of like her frame, it just looks so good with like her hair. It yeah. just, yeah, it's really good. I mean, there's a reason Seth has it saving himself for her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> I don't know. There's <laughs> not really a lot you can say if I'm honest. <laughs> but no. I feel a little uncomfortable. If you're like, we're talking about her parents. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, there's that one where they're supposed to go on a fishing trip and she, like, they're supposed to go fishing and then he gets all mad at her for, like, bailing on him. Do you guys remember? Uh, anyhow, that's when I yeah, was like, yes, the, of that, course. I think that's the Wayne Metzger episode. Maybe, maybe the- oh my God, is that Wayne Metzger? I feel like it is a similar one. Because then, then she learns the lesson. I, I, and I, I mix it, maybe mixing them up, but she learns the lesson of like spending quality time with the people that you care yes. about. Yes. And so then she likes, is it more enthusiastic to spend time with Seth? Oh my god, sorry. My- <laughs> What's happening over there? <laughs> I just hear a lot of sounds. Yeah. <laughs> it also sounds like, I don't know, like like you're in a wind tunnel. Yeah, so I'm going to mute myself like when that. I'm not talking because that is, I think that's it's like... So yeah, anytime I talk, it's just like I'm blowing on the mic. <laughs> we all need to do it now so it doesn't sound weird. No, it's just, I'll just mute myself. And That's I'll like a set. <laughs> Pants. I might, I might, you can't I mute yourself if you're laughing because that's part of the that's part of the show. Might have been a mistake. <laughs> Listen, Megan, I just want you to know that we've never had anybody else have anybody enter in on the podcast apart from you. It's <laughs> the wine delivery guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and all I think you hear in the background is you going, we record a murder, she wrote podcast. This guy's kind of like, I just want to drop this wine right. and get out of here. Like, I'm just here to check your ID. Wait, was the plumber there too last week? No. <laughs> I have had to have a plumber at my house, but Yeah, you did have a plumber when I was on a Zoom and I don't remember why. It was because my toilet wasn't working. What happened to it, Megan? Dishwasher <laughs> too, and he wouldn't do it. But that's neither here nor there. Um, he wouldn't do it. Why not? Like, oh, that's for the appliance repair person and I was like are you kidding me this was early COVID too so I was like all it was anyhow so fave outfits were all Jessica stuff I also really liked Bellamy's black coat with the twin set silver buttons going up the front yeah, I thought that looked the, with the beige pants mm-hmm. but he was a hot little number so he, he could have worn whatever he liked <laughs> the deputy when he pushed your child but then he did get his comeuppance Oh, yeah. She flipped him. Yeah. I love that. I thought she was great. I love that she her only experience was as a meter maid. But she knew how to, like, hold a gun and, like, flip a man onto his stomach. <laughs> That's pretty oh, funny. Yeah, by just flipping his arm. Are <laughs> you wearing her meter maid uniform? Because her uniform looked different. It must have been, because she couldn't have gotten it that quickly, right? The new uniform. Yeah, it was blues. 
and that's not she in other episodes or just this one no i don't think so i think she was i know well they bring in andy eventually and he's the deputy for like ever for like decades (laughs) so he's been in a lot of stuff recently i'm trying to remember what he most recently was in you can choose to edit this out westworld oh right both of his sisters were murdered like in the 70s or 80s. Oh my God, Megan, you always bring up stuff that I have to edit out. It's like, (laughs) so... Leave that in. Including including the wind. (laughs) Jesus, Megan, we're trying to keep it light. Well, I just thought it was really the interesting. The person in your home just wondering what you're doing, laughing maniacally with a microphone in your hand, or are they aware? Of it? <laughs> it's like they, they've called someone. They're like, I think she thinks she's on the radio. I'm not sure. Like <laughs> <laughs> a wellness check. Yeah. Do I need to call somebody? I just, I don't know. What's that Robin Williams film where he's like doing the radio, but it's not actually going anywhere? No, I, it is going. It is. Good morning, Vietnam. I just watched it. She's like, I'm pretty sure this is all a fever dream, right? Actually, I have a confession. I've never seen that movie. I haven't either. I, I don't, I think that's fine. I, I, I don't, I, I don't. I think he's doing the radio for the troops. He's not just right, yeah, but he's boss. not. But he's not actually like it's. It doesn't go any like he's like pretending like he's doing it, but it's. Oh no, you know. he's like no. Let us get broadcast. Oh wait, maybe I'm making that up with uh, what had an American thing. Oh, yes. You know those two classic Vietnam films on American Summer. (laughs) Yeah. You said, oh, he's making it up. And we all went, no, he's not. And you went, right, but he is making it up. (laughs) Not that he's making it up. It's just for the troops. Okay, Clint is going to be the head of this all. (laughs) I'm not the one in front of two people getting murdered. I know. Megan, you can't talk when you... Literally every episode I have to edit out something like that. I'm like, okay, someone gotta come. Ashley's phone facts are like, oh, this was um Juliet Lewis's dad. Mine is like, they died a grisly death. <laughs> I mean to be fair, I think I think um uh Jeffrey Lewis passed of natural causes. Thank you, Ashley. Oh. I appreciate that. Yeah, actually I think most of the stars of this episode minus jessica and i don't know about Flo, but have since passed sorry flow's alive and grover and marigold but yeah everybody else has um passed away else because i thought she was really funny she was in a movie called the goodbye girl but i've not seen it that was the her i don't know that was like her main listing on imdb um but she was in oh god she was in a bunch of episodes of like a soap in nine years ago <laughs> like but the trouble is when they're in like nine episodes of the soap that's like a week right. it's like so yeah. it's not like a character that you always remember has everybody done their favorite outfit yeah mine are amos's pajamas 
Okay. So worst outfit, I thought anything that Winnie was wearing was terrible. Yeah, 100%. That, that pastel blue plaid oh. jacket with the loose bow was pretty horrific. It was barf. It was yeah. barf. It was barf. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, I think it was because it was like a pale color. It was meant to be like, I don't know. It's like, I guess she was like looking to find like a new guy, but it's like, I don't wear like a heavily um, shoulder padded blazer and like a high necked blouse with a tie right at your throat to like attract what I would use for a Tinder pro. (laughs) Also not trying to find a new guy, I'm assuming. No, well, no, I'm just like, where that echo? Like, don't tell Mark I already bought the blazer. <laughs> so like, Men can't say no. <laughs> There's one thing I've learned from this show. How to get a guy, like a doctor, like Seth Haglet. That reminds me of this scene in um, Working Girl where, and very gendered, but um, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Who's the guy? The, uh, Harrison Ford. Thank you. I was like Henry Ford. No, not the guy that made the cars. <laughs> He's Sorry. only an acting role, weirdly. <laughs> but Harrison Ford, because Melanie Griffith shows up in like a cocktail dress and like a fur jacket to a, a mixer. And Harrison Ford, like a man would dress if he was a woman. And sometimes oh. with those 80s outfits, it feels like someone took a man's suit and then just like mm-hmm. added a silk blouse and right like that's equally that's equally awesome it's like a power right? suit can... but feminized yeah we got a waist on it but it's yeah no i i hear what yeah. you're saying yeah that's an interesting point actually because all the women are wearing apart from jessica are wearing crazy things in this outfit in this um in this outfit in this show <laughs> sorry did, megan did you have a worst outfit um, I mean, I agree with you. I also want to give an honorable mention to Jessica's dinner outfit. Like, she was so dressed up, and everyone was like, not casual, but like she was like in a like a ball gown. <laughs> well, she looked. The dress was really nice. That is like something that any of us could would wear yeah. now. Like, it looked really good, and everybody else was wearing like high necked, <laughs> intensely florally patterned dresses that went down to their ankles. And I was like, is that nice? I don't know. Well, they're supposed to feel like it looks gross. Well, but also like how many clothes did they bring with them? Oh, that's the point. You're right. Those dresses do look like they'd fold okay. Jessica's probably needed ironing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who was everybody's favorite guest star? Donnelly Rhodes. Henry Gibson. Yeah. Okay. Henry Gibson? Yeah, Riley O'Reilly, luckily Eric. <laughs> oh, yeah, you already said Glennis. Okay, so we got that. We've got Glennis's guess. was below. That was yeah. incorrect. But pretty good guess because you saw her give him the clam chowder. Yeah. So it could have been her. Um, <clears throat> okay, we'll go through these now. Uh, no thunder, no secret doors, poisoning, obviously, barbitals. But we didn't lose anybody till... 30 minutes into the episode which is like always funny because it's like we're just hanging out here we don't really care someone's gonna die eventually but it doesn't really matter <laughs> um phone work cut no should i go megan he also didn't show up till later like he wasn't there 
That's true. Yeah, he was more talked about, I suppose. She shaking, no, but we did have a lot of Elmo shaking people. So there's some shaking. Um, obviously, we've already talked about window peeping. It was a central part of this episode. Bellamy was peeping on everybody. Um, fake name and ID, no. The fuzz just Amos, so we don't really have any cop chemistry either. Businessy business, obviously, drugstores and pharmacies. I mean, can you imagine if Elmo was your pharmacist? <laughs> um, yikes. You're like, huh. <laughs> like, might go somewhere else. Um, age ain't nothing but a number. Uh, no, because everybody was sort of the same age. So here's where we get to an interesting one. Smooches. We had one smooch in this episode, and it was between Amos and his sister. It was very close. It's like a peck on the lips, but listen, we don't, we don't know people kiss their brothers that way. <laughs> I we do not. It took, it, yeah, it took my breath away a little bit. Like, that. <laughs> like whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Yeah, I, feel I right. my my jaw dropped a little bit. I was like, oh. I'm wondering if they're like friends. They were friends in real life, and they're just like kissing their friends goodbye. But then they like forgot they're supposed to be siblings. <laughs> they're like, mm, that's fine. <laughs> it's a real Luke Leia situation. It's oh, like we didn't God. actually write that she was his sister till later. But we got to keep the kissing. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> it's flowers and that. familial ties we've got amos's sister and her husband's family um and then i close head shake i don't she didn't really do that she was like who cares it's just like oh here's this terrible person who killed this other terrible person fine Uh, did other people have more burns i had a couple written down I had, I'll try not to think about the bleakness of my life. <laughs> when he says that to like emotionally blackmail her brother. And then when Debbie says, I'd be very disappointed if you were by sheriff. I liked that. And then with also when the deputy says, morning sheriff, I hope you don't feel as bad as you. <laughs> Did anybody else have um, something they wanted to add before we go on to like favorite moments and stuff? I just had a couple of things, as per usual. First, I, that was like the fastest acting sleeping drug I've ever seen. I was like, I wish my sleep medication would be so quick. Just pass out on flights immediately. Amos had a three-bed house. I was like, I'm living in the wrong town. I feel like I should move to Cabot Cove and be a millionaire. Um, in your three-bed house? In my three bed. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Quinn. <laughs> he doesn't need all that space. <laughs> the Cabot Cove has a taxi service made me laugh. Cause I was like, there's like a street in this town. <laughs> Do they need cabs? Get the <laughs> and oh, finally I just loved Seth at the party where he's trying to keep it super light. <laughs> Everybody's about to start fighting. Come on, guys! Like, let's just try to save the party. (laughs) It is like when he said, "Flows of pain in the gluteus maximus." (laughs) He's a doctor, Ashley. He knows this terminology. Science. Um, All right, so I guess we can get to favorite moments. Glennis, I think you already said yours, didn't you? Which one? Your favorite moment. 
what that Henry Gibson was in it. You, did you have a favorite overall moment in the episode? I thought you um, said, sorry. No, I don't think I did. Did I? Um, what was my favorite moment? I Just anything with the, the new deputy. She was great. Oh, yeah, okay. Ashley, what about um, you? I think the one that you brought up where Seth says that Elmo's last word was an expletive. <laughs> I think that's my favorite. Because then you just you just realize like, it's all supposed to be like funny. Like it's just a dark comedy. Like no one said that Elmo has passed on, you know? No. <laughs> um, yeah. I also was surprised no one's face fell into the chowder when they passed out. That was I thought fun. that was where we were going with Amos being the last to fall over. I was like that face going in the chowder and then it did it. It didn't. It was like a side swipe. Like it was just like, woo. <laughs> Tom Bosley's like, I'm not getting a face full of chowder, guys. <laughs> or as Flo described it, uh, paste with lumps. Oh my God, that was, that was really I funny. The sister at the dinner party was my favorite. She was such a bee. It was great. Um, I don't know if I had a favorite moment. I kind of liked it all. I just thought it just... The phone conversation between Seth and Jessica really made me laugh where he's like, you're not going to come and help me out. She's like, no. <laughs> That's pretty great. And then she kept rubbing it in that she'd finished her book. She's like, oh, well, like I finished my book. And blah, 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 blah. She's like, I'm light and breezy. <laughs> Wait, so yeah, so where does this rank for you guys? I think it's like an eight or a nine for me. I'm not going to just say high rating like I did last time. <laughs> <laughs> high rating <laughs> medium rating <laughs> Glennis what about you um I give it like a 7 okay I feel like a 9 yeah me too I'm gonna say 9 this ranks very high for me I could watch this a lot more does anybody else have anything they want to add before we close out no okay well, thank you very much for listening, and we hope that you'll join us again next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, whiskey. Whiskey. Oh, baby whiskey.